This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1498, Four Reasons to Make Yourself a Ton of Friends, by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com. Hello, everybody. That's me. I'm Greg Audino, (laughs) Uh, your host and narrator, but also a writer and an advice columnist myself. For those who don't know, uh, before I was working for OLD as a host and producer, the team was narrating from my work, uh, just as we do with the other authors. So even though a lot of the writing I do now is for our advice column show, Optimal Living Advice, we like to occasionally dip into the articles that I've written independently. This is an older, uh, lighthearted one that I still think rings true. I'll let you be the judge. Uh, Perhaps it's even more important than ever. As a lot of us adults lose track of friends we have or have a hard time making new friends. Either way, I hope this article inspires you. So let's get into it and optimize your life. Four Reasons to Make Yourself a Ton of Friends by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com Surprising title, right? I assume most of you are getting to the age, or have long since gotten to the age, where you realize that life is far more fulfilling with a small group of close friends you can really count on than it is with an endless list of friends that you don't really know that well. If you haven't figured this out yet, your time will come soon. Now, Don't get too excited, you washed-up jocks and cheerleaders out there. This article is not about giving anybody a pat on the back for being popular. However, it's also not saying that partying with a different group every night doesn't have its benefits. For all the feelings of loneliness that can come from not spending time with a few people you really feel at home with, there is also a lot to be learned from being exposed to a larger group of acquaintances that you might not realize. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Reason number one stems from a fantastic quote I once heard. It goes something like, if all of your friends have the same political beliefs, you're in the wrong group of friends. That's brilliant, and for as culturally appropriate as that is in this political climate, the principle of this idea really stretches far beyond politics and can generally be summed up into, the more friends you have, the more ideas you're exposed to. Friendships are a beautiful thing, and the strongest ones are usually cultivated over a number of years and through a lot of time spent together, good and bad. When friends have been together so much, however, shared a lot of the same history and have learned a lot about life through one another, a lot of behavior will be replicated between them. There is nothing wrong with this, but the stronger those ties are and the stronger faith one has in that way of life, the more difficult it is to be receptive to new and potentially very healthy ways of thinking and being that could very well change your life in a positive way. 
there is a lot of personal growth that comes from being engaged in back and forths with those that we either disagree with or those that are trying to introduce us to new ideas. And simply put, we're most apt to finding ourselves in those discussions when we're intermingling with more people from more walks of life. Reason number two is perhaps the most practical of all, and that is that spreading yourself thin with a large group of friends for a long period of time garners you a better understanding of loss and transition. Look, even if you aren't terribly close with all of your so-called friends, there will be moments in which you find yourself reflecting on good times you had with them. These moments are likely to come to you when those times are no longer possible, whether it be because of a falling out, one of you moving to a new area, your friend passing away, or simply losing touch. These reflections can leave you feeling sad, of course, but if you're constantly surrounding yourself with a ton of friends, these types of instances will happen with great frequency and, over time, will leave you with more of a lesson than pain. That lesson is the reality of loss and transition in life. To constantly have people coming and going will eventually help you grasp the fact that all things are coming and going in life and that there is more value, truth, and efficiency in enjoying the gifts of each chapter while you're in them rather than developing too much attachment and clinging to things that will someday be away from you regardless of how hard you try to make them stay. Unlike reasons 1 and 2, reasons 3 and 4 work more from the inside out. In fact, reason number 3 circles back to the feelings of loneliness I mentioned before. Feelings of loneliness most often start for people when they don't feel as though they have a core group that they can really trust in and that really cares about them. These people may feel they have no friends, or even too many friends. Like all curses, however, this curse has a blessing, and that blessing is that feelings of loneliness help you better understand and sympathize with others who feel the same way. For as much as we all like to feel in tune with the world, the truth is that we're all severely limited by our own circumstances, so much so that we assume the commonalities in our own lives are much, much more normal in the lives of others than they truly are. What this can mean for people that have a tight-knit group of friends and are less likely to feel lonely is that they may have a more difficult time understanding loneliness in others as it is a more foreign concept to them. Yet feelings of loneliness, which can spiral quite easily into more severe forms of depression, are being faced by many in this world, and the ability to understand, be patient, communicate, and bond with people feeling loneliness in their times of need is an invaluable tool for both parties. Finally, there's reason number four, which likely takes the most patience, introspection, and ability to be honest with oneself of all. And it can be found by flipping to the first chapter in your psychology book. Behavior reinforcement, in short, is the principle that as long as the behavior you exhibit receives positive feedback, you'll continue to exhibit it. We all wear masks, though. It's easy to find ourselves being one person in front of our mom, another in front of our dad, another in front of our siblings, another in front of our local friends, and another in front of our friends at work. You get it. The more friends we have, especially if they aren't unified into many groups, the more personas we will display. Some will see our shy side, others will see our confident side, a third will see our contemplative side, and so on. Once you're able to sit back, identify this, and really reflect on the masks you're wearing and the roles you're playing, you're granted the ability to hone in on any number of conclusions about yourself, thereby taking a step at understanding yourself better. You might find yourself having thoughts like, 
why do I get so tense and quiet when this group is discussing religion? Do I need to reevaluate the beliefs I was raised with? Look at how good my stories are in front of these people. Do I have untapped potential as a speaker or a poet? I tend to tell a lot of white lies within that group. I've never been a liar. What about the environment they create is making me do that? The ultimate takeaway from all of these reasons is that each person you have a relationship with, no matter how small, has the power to teach you something whether or not you realize it. There is a lot to be learned about the world and about oneself when in contact with a large group of people. Though you can only fully relate to a small group, that's not a reason to turn yourself away from or resist interacting with new people you may cross paths with. As tides turn and people change, they might just prove themselves to be more meaningful than you'd expect. You just listened to the post titled, Four Reasons to Make Yourself a Ton of Friends, by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, everybody. It is my hope that you found this article uh, enjoyable and helpful, especially if you're feeling alienated from your friendships, which again is all too common as we age and throw ourselves into romance and work and other endeavors. And if you're looking for more help from me, as I said, I answer all of your questions over on Optimal Living Advice. We were doing it here for a while, uh, the Q&As, but we decided to split the two up. So you can tune into that show for nothing but Q&A episodes, no narration. Check it out. And of course, if you have a question of your own that you would like help with, my door is always open. You can email me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com, and I will do my best to support you and create an episode out of your question if you'd like. Don't be shy. I love meeting you all. I love interacting with you and providing guidance if you'd like it. So with that, let's sign off on today's episode. Thank you as always for tuning in, and I will see you tomorrow where we're going to start another two-parter, a long post spread across two episodes. Hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.